what's up guys thanks for coming back to another episode of my podcast i really appreciate it um so our guest today is ibrahim waiter i hope i'm saying his name right i've actually never spoke to him yet um this will be the first time that we're speaking i would just like to give a shout out to my friend jose and to the yes fam for um connecting us because he is currently in ottawa I believe. So it's really awesome that I have the opportunity to talk to people all over the country because um, obviously COVID and I'm in Calgary so it would make it really hard if I had to do all my podcasts in person. But thank God for cell phones. (laughs) So let's give him a call. Hi. Hi, you hear me clearly? Yeah, I can hear you. How's it going? It's going great. How are you? Good. <laughs> so how do you say your name? It's uh, Ibrahim. Okay, okay. Uh, I said it, wow, really incorrectly in my intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fine. It's okay. <laughs> so are you living in Ottawa right now? Yes, I am currently living in Ottawa, yeah. It's so awesome how we can do this over the phone because living in Calgary, it's like, oh my god, I would not have guests in person, especially with COVID, so it's really awesome that we can talk on the phone and do this. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Like Stuff like this is kind of easy, straightforward to kind of do over the phone or the technology we have now makes it pretty easy, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, so do you maybe want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yes, so, uh, you know, my name is uh, Ibrahim, uh, again, um, I actually, so I haven't lived my whole life in Canada, I moved here eight years ago, and I used to live in the Middle East, actually, and uh, the getaway there is, when you want to have fun, you eat food, so, <laughs> <laughs> my life uh, revolved around, around food my entire life, uh, but uh, yeah, and like right now, I'm currently an engineer, so a mechanical engineer here in Ottawa. Uh, I've been working for about three or four years now uh, in the mechanical engineering field. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much sums up uh, most of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so one of the main topics that we both wanted to talk about today was um, your weight loss journey and food addiction. Yes. So do you maybe want to tell everyone what started or maybe what inspired you to change uh, yourself or your food addiction and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. It's actually, yeah, I've been asked that question a lot because at the time or most of my life, I never thought in a million years I would ever lose weight. Um, I've always been addicted to food and used food as kind of a comfort and happiness zone basically Uh, but I guess it happened right after I graduated from my undergrad uh, at University of Ottawa literally the day after the graduation ceremony you would think after you have just graduated from a degree you would be super happy and I wasn't I was like okay I kind of looked myself in the mirror I'm like why am I not happy like I, I just literally finished a degree that I thought was super difficult and yet I'm still really unhappy. 
And so I was like, okay, well, the only thing is myself. Like, I'm not making myself happy. I need to change myself. I need to change my life. And literally that day, like, the, the morning after my graduation ceremony, I kind of decided to just go all in and change myself. I was like, you know what? Everybody thinks I will never be healthy. I will never look fit or any of that. And let me prove myself as well as others wrong and actually try and just go at it full full force like just go at it like crazy and it wasn't yeah it wasn't it wasn't easy for sure but you know that's it's it's not like something i want to say like there's something that kind of uh and it's like usually people have a source a pure source of motivation but there was a goal in my ma- in mind in terms of like me wanting to you know just improve my life and because i play basketball i wanted to improve my game and my my weird dream has always been to dunk a basketball once in my life. And so I was like, <laughs> I used that as like a source of motivation, I guess. But uh, that kind of was also a trigger. Like, oh, you know, if I change and improve my life, maybe I'll be, you know, be able to accomplish this weird dream I have. So that also kind of triggered me to try and attempt to lose my weight and actually change my life, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, did you get bullied for your weight? Um, yeah, I would say in, in uh, you know, being uh, born and raised in the Middle East, uh, bullying there was uh, pretty intense, actually. Uh, even though most people were not fit. Everybody, cause <laughs> everybody, everybody there, like, food is literally... Uh, our life like that that's how we communicate that's how we have fun it's it's around food always and so like i would say i was i wasn't even the most overweight person in my class i had people who were like extremely obese in my class but yet somehow i was the one who was always bullied uh not sure why but also because i guess i was the nerd in the class as well (laughs) so it was kind of a double whammy you know i was overweight and nerdy at the same time but (laughs) So I guess that kind of work, uh, did not work in my advantage. But uh, I would say, yeah, I was definitely uh, bullied uh, a lot through my childhood. But funny enough, uh, the people who bullied me became my best friends in, wow. in high school. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a strange thing. <laughs> so what sort of food changes did you make in your life? It's my the problem is my addiction was purely with sugar and snacking. Like I, I still this day I I'm literally a sugar addict. I can't stop eating sugar, and so I wanted to first eliminate that. And so I remember the first two months uh, of me wanting to lose weight, I went all in and said I'm not eating a lake of sugar. Like. For, for two months straight. Like, I want to see how long I can go without eating sugar. I'll tell you, it was miserable. Um, but I somehow managed to go two months without sugar and obviously clean eat. Like, I was eating a lot of, literally, veg bowl, huge bowls of vegetable. But I wouldn't say I approached it the right way when I first, because I didn't consult anyone. I was, I was kind of just going at it on my own because I had tried diets before and all that and no, I didn't have kind of that push or encouragement. Nobody really thought I would ever lose weight at that point because they knew me as the foodie, the guy who eats everything. And so they're like, no way he's ever losing weight. We're not even going to attempt. 
And so I kind of just approached it and like, oh, I'm going to go on like an insane calorie deficit and lose as much weight as I humanly can, like this is humanly possible in like a short span of time. So I, I wouldn't say I approached it in a healthy manner, but I was kind of fed up. So I kind of just was like, okay, let me just reduce my calories by a lot because you don't really know how many calories you were eating prior. Like I had never calculated calories. And then once I saw how many calories I was eating per day, I was like, holy crap, I need to <laughs> I need to significantly reduce that. So I was eating like 1,300 calories a day, which for a six foot two man, is is very low amount of <laughs> so i was starving literally going to bed starving every day um and kind of you know just eating clean but also really kind of going on a hard calorie deficit for two months so like the first two months is where i lost a huge chunk of weight but you know i wouldn't recommend anybody obviously approaching it that way you gotta lose your weight uh, in a more manageable fashion but I was I guess at a point where I was like you know what no I'm, I'm just gonna push crazy and, and just go for it wow that's honestly so inspirational <laughs> um, I'm like really bad for snacking too I feel like one of my main things is because I'm bored so yes. it's just like you just want something to do with your hands right like while you're watching tv or while you're sitting on the couch so i'll go get a bag of chips or i'll go get candy or you know something yeah. like that so it's like i i feel that <laughs> i feel that 100 percent. i literally just ate three spoonfuls of nutella five minutes ago. <laughs> uh, like i i feel that it's it's boredom like honestly boredom I find the biggest, like, uh, the biggest point of just snacking and gaining weight sometimes is literally boredom. Like, everybody now in, in quarantine and, like, with all the stuff happening in the world, a lot of people are gaining weight because you're bored. Like, you're sitting, you're working from home, for example, and you're just at home the whole day. You're bored. You start snacking left and right like crazy. And so, like, boredom is literally, I think, one of the main contributors to gaining weight. So do you have maybe any tips for people who eat when they're bored? Yeah, I would say find something you enjoy, like whatever it may be. Like it could be literally video games or binge watching shows in like a room away from the fridge or like just literally anything. Like it could be obviously sports, gym, uh, going out for a walk or a run. Uh, anything you lo absolutely love doing as simple as it may be and absolutely distracting. So the further you are from the fridge or any snacking area, the less likely you are to go and, and grab something. Like that's that's what I've figured out. Like if I'm usually, I usually try and like, if I see I'm snacking a lot, I'll go to, I'll go to my bedroom, close the door and just do whatever I want to do in the bedroom. Like I'll just go like watch shows or I don't know, like, I'll bring my basketball up with me in the room and, like, I don't know, just shoot into the air. <laughs> just anything. Like, just do it far away from the fridge, basically. Because if you're near anywhere where there's food, it's going to be so easy. But if you're far away, you're most probably too lazy to go and get it. So you're just going to be like, okay, I'm just not going to, I'm just not going to snack. That's, that's how I approach it. <laughs> Talking about laziness, it's so, like weird how 
like skip the dishes and uber eats is so popular now like people are so lazy to go out and get food that they'll just get food delivered to their house it's just like an extra level of laziness (laughs) a hundred percent honestly like i did uber eats for for i do it for fun sometimes just get some extra cash and I've seen people literally order something that is 300 meters away from their house. Oh my god! I'm not kidding. I was like, wow! Like it just shows you during during these times right now, people just don't want to leave. They're so used to being at home with working from home and all that that they just don't want to leave the house. They're just like, ah, eh, you know, we can, I can get somebody to drive up, get it for me, put it on the door, and I don't have to move ever. Like so, that, so that's kind of why people have just been going for all that stuff now. Now laziness is at an all-time high. And it's so expensive, too. Like, if it's 300 meters away, how much gas would that cost? Like, not even a dollar, but you're paying, like, a delivery fee of, let's say, $3, and then you have to tip your your driver 3 $4, so that's, like, an extra $7, $8 that you're spending on it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but they don't mind it for the cost. You know, the reward is you get to not budge and so to them it's worth the money you know it's like you're like well well is it is this extra six dollars worth me not moving most people will say yeah i'll pay the six dollars to not move i'm too poor (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing like i i i approach it in a way was like okay like i don't often order from uber eats unless it's something that that's far away like it's a it's a good drive to get there and i'm like you know what it's not worth going all the way there i gotta do some other stuff let me just order it in mm-hmm. the meantime, for sure stuff. yeah but yeah it doesn't make sense to order food that's just, <laughs> and it, it is expensive and that's the main thing it is actually much sometimes much more expensive than going and getting it yourself especially if it's a big order uh yeah the world of today eh? <laughs> um so okay back on the snacking do you maybe have um better snacking alternatives like instead of eating chips like what should we snack on instead yeah so i um i would say it obviously depends on the person and what they enjoy in terms of diet because obviously some people are vegetarian some people are vegan all that kind of stuff I personally found one of the best snacks because a lot of what I've noticed is a lot of people don't eat protein, like not even close to enough protein. Even if you're on a vegetarian diet, you're supposed to eat pro- like your vegetables are supposed to be, you know, high in high in protein. You know, you gotta eat a lot of beans, a lot of uh, maybe tofu or whatever it may be, but you gotta involve protein. Uh, in your diet because it helps your metabolism work better it, it it's almost like a makes your body into a built-in furnace where it's constantly just heating itself up and moving and, and building muscle and, and doing all that so if you don't provide yourself with enough protein it, it just won't work so I find choosing snacks that are super high like basically pure protein but don't have much carbs or fat like i'll usually get low very low the lowest fat cheese strings or low fat cheese cubes or what are they called like the baby bell ones as well the round ones oh those are good like those ones i'll get the like the low fat ones and eat two or three of those as my as my snack because it's a high protein snack 
it's it's low in carbs because uh, it's actually yeah it's kind of low in carbs i think three of them you get maybe like um i can't remember exactly but maybe somewhere lower than than 10 grams of of carbs like something like eight or seven grams of carbs for three of those and you're getting like five grams of fat which is you know not that bad for for a high protein snack so i find snacks that are high in protein are so so good like uh uh, canned tuna, but like you can get, or you can get obviously like uh, fresh tuna, but you can get canned tuna, low sodium canned tuna. Obviously, don't the whole the high sodium stuff is not good. So never get the high sodium stuff. It holds <laughs> you up like crazy. So I usually try and specifically buy the low sodium tuna because it's literally pure protein. There's no fat, there's no carbs, there's nothing. It's just pure protein. And so it's a really good snack, uh, really good snack to have, I find. Uh, but if you're going for a workout, then you need to add some carbs just to kind of boost your energy up a little bit before a good workout. But in general, it's good to like focus on the protein side of things when when you're not having an active day. Okay, okay, I'll have to I'll have to try that. I don't think I've ever tried tuna, so that'll be that'll be something. <laughs> yeah, definitely put some lemon on that maybe some uh, uh you know s- some salt and pepper spice it up as well maybe smoked paprika i don't know some some stuff to like make it taste a little bit better because <laughs> canned tuna alone is not enjoyable at all it's very dry <laughs> it's very very dry you gotta add you know it's all about adding and experimenting with it you know put some spices but you can put some there's some there's a lot of low calorie dressings and sauces nowadays like you can find super low calorie dressings and sauces so that i try to like buy those and, and put them on my food to make them taste better okay i'll, I'll have to try that <laughs> um okay yeah. correct me if i'm wrong but fruits aren't even good for you right because of how much sugar there is in them mm, yeah that's that's actually a good point to bring up because so there's they are good for you that's the thing fruits are good for you but in small quantities and in good moderation because a lot of people tend to like say like fruits are so good for you and you end up eating like three oranges in one sitting and it's like no you just had literally 60 grams of sugar in one sitting like that's a lot of sugar (laughs) so it's like a lot of people don't realize that fruits are jam-packed they're just pure sugar and vitamins like there's there's nothing else in it it's just water sugar and vitamins so it's the vitamin part and the nutritional part is amazing but you don't want to sit there you know eating especially like watermelons or pineapples or mangoes like those are literal sugar rush fruits like they're pure sugar and so they're good for you just have maybe for example if you're having a fruit then don't have rice or carbs with your meal like you can have an apple let's say you're having a chicken like sometimes i'll have a chicken breast and instead of having rice i'll have some watermelon uh, on the side because i'm craving like a fruit but i'm like if i eat rice and then eat watermelon that's not good i just had like double carbs and sugar with my protein is it's too much like the body doesn't need all that it just starts to store stuff as fat in your body so you gotta like balance it out so 
as hard as it may be to cancel one and do the other, but you can fluctuate per meal. Like uh, for breakfast, you can have an apple with a protein, uh, whatever that protein may be, and, and some vegetables. And for lunch, you can put rice then. Since you had a fruit in the morning and you didn't have any like pure carbs, you could put rice for lunch, but you can't have a fruit with it. But they are good for you. Like fruits are good for you, obviously, but they are absolutely jam-packed with sugar, so not in big quantities at all. Yeah, that's why I was asking because I know a lot of people eat fruits as their snacks, and I just I don't remember who told me that fruit aren't like that good for you because of all the sugar like obviously it's healthy for you but not like as good as we think I guess so I, I kind of think of it as um I don't know if you've been to like maybe a wedding or a baby shower or just a party and then there's like food and then for dessert they'll put like cake or um maybe brownies and then they'll have fruit and then that's what I think of it as. It's like, okay, fruit is a dessert because there's so much sugar in it. <laughs> yeah, and they always put it at the end, even though, you know, you're you're about to have sugar after you just had sugar. You're literally <laughs> just adding more sugar to what you just had, which doesn't make sense. But people tend to think of fruit as like, oh, it's, it's a snack. You know, you have it. It's not that bad. It's not high in calorie, blah, blah, but no in fact it's high in calories like it, it's like if you're eating watermelon like a lot of people will usually sit and eat a good amount of watermelon but you actually shouldn't eat more than like a pizza slice size piece of watermelon like a thin even like maybe thinner than a actual pizza slice depending like a thin crust pizza slice i guess <laughs> but uh, it's like it's that heavy in sugar that like, I used to eat, sit down and eat almost a quarter of a watermelon and then realize that I just ate, like, 900 calories worth of fruit, just just like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't realize that's how many calories are in freaking watermelon. But, <laughs> but, but that's how it is. And it's, it's like, what, 80 grams of sugar or something like that uh, in that amount. And it's like, whoa, that's like two or three days worth of sugar in literally one sitting. Like... That's, it's a lot for sure so it's, it's hard to find that balance because fruit is absolutely delicious but you gotta somehow find that balance if you're having fruit don't have sugar if you're having sugar don't have fruit but if you have both it's it's not gonna turn out good and it sucks because I love fruit so much more than vegetables and I know veggies mm. are so much healthier but I just can't <laughs> oh trust me I, I feel you I, I, I have vegetables I practically hate vegetables at this point because I eat I eat vegetables two to three like I'll have two to three bowls of vegetables a day and start to just get disgusted by it you're like oh I don't want to eat vegetables anymore and fruits you never get bored of they're just absolutely delicious mm -hmm. but it just doesn't like it just has so many calories in it if you replace it like if I wanted to replace a giant bowl of vegetables with a fruit it would be maybe an apple um, or so, like a small apple would replace uh, like three cups of of salad, which will fill you up more. The three cups of salad, of course, the the small apple is gonna get you hungrier actually. Oh wow! <laughs> it's gonna because it's gonna spike your insulin level, and your body starts to crave more 
<laughs> like I, really like you eat the fruit and you're gonna get hungry like you're actually gonna get hungry in like 20 minutes you're gonna get super hungry so but with vegetables it kind of just like blocks that hunger because you're eating large amounts and you feel so full so you you feel full for longer and i just feel like veggies they just don't taste as good so like i'll get ranch and I'll get like cauliflower broccoli and I'll put it in the ranch and I'm just yeah. like, but ranch is canceling out the healthiness of my veggies. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, trust me. Uh, same. I go through the same dilemma and, um, and uh, that's why I try to go to the grocery store, scan the, all the dressings and see what is kind of the lowest, which dressing has the lowest amount of sugar, the lowest amount of carbs and the lowest amount of fat. And that's the one I'll buy. And it's obviously, like, some of them taste awful, but I'll try until I find one that's good. And I found, honestly, I'll recommend this to anybody. The Olive Garden dressing, with, but they have a version uh, that is a low-calorie Olive Garden dressing. It is amazing. One of the best. It's better, literally better than regular dressing. I could not believe how that discovery changed my life. <laughs> like literally <laughs> okay I'll have to check that out too <laughs> yeah it's delicious and it's like two, what is it like 20 20 calories per 2 tablespoons which is actually a large serving of dressing compared to regular dressings because regular dressings usually is like 80 calories per tablespoon this is 20 per 2 tablespoons so you're getting way a bigger serving for less calories and it tastes absolutely delicious so boom (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it um so okay we talked about your food changes that you made how Mm -hmm. about your um uh exercise or workout changes yeah so funny thing is i always was a very active person in terms of i always played sports like intensely even when i was practically very obese i still played soccer every day for three hours we were like uh, me and my friends would play sports all day but um i guess when i went to that switch uh after university i wanted to lose the weight I really kind of focused because really diet is they say diet is 80% I say it's 99.9% like you can work out as hard as you want but if you're not eating well it literally doesn't even matter and I am the prime example because I used to literally play intense sports for four hours three to four hours every day like every single day seven days a week but was very overweight (laughs) because I ate insane amounts of food so it kind of like oh way overcompensated for what i eat but now my routine is strictly like because um, really there's not much sports i can play right now but it's uh, mainly gym you know workouts but finding the workout that works for you because a lot of people hate the gym it's so boring i i i hate working out but i try to find a workout that is fun it's fast-paced, it's, it kind of changes a lot, stuff like that. So I, I try to focus on finding workouts uh, like that, whether your goal is muscle building or muscle toning or uh, just losing, just simply losing weight. There's obviously different workouts for those, but it's the main thing is finding uh, a short, the workout doesn't have to be long because the misconception is that 
you have to work hard for two hours a day to lose weight and and be fit and it's, no it's not true like i have friends that literally work out for 30 minutes three to three times a week and they are super ripped it's it's not about the time it's about what you do in that time if you squeeze it down to 30 minutes and you do just non-stop intense workout for 30 minutes that's the same as doing two hours it's 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 all about the the workout you want to do it could even be body weight you don't need weights do like challenge yourself do a a, give yourself the whole day to do 100 push-ups 100 squats 100 sit-ups uh like a combination of those and split them up across the day like it doesn't need to be even an intense 30 minute workout you can just split your workout across the day as long as you're being active in combination with a good diet then you're good that's that's kind of the way to approach it i've actually only been to the gym three times in my whole life (laughs) (laughs) and that's and that's fine i i know people that don't go to the gym and can be super fit like you don't need the gym it's not necessary oh i'm not fit either I am. I have no muscle whatsoever. I am not strong. If I need to open a jar of pickles, I need to ask my roommates. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Just keep opening jars of pickles, and, and you're 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 gathered that muscle memory and strength. And you're good. That'll be your workout. <laughs> um. So, if you don't mind me asking, how much weight have you lost throughout your journey? Yeah, so I lost uh, 95 pounds. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's and, almost uh, almost a human being. Yeah, um, and like how long has this been? So uh, I lost a big chunk of it. Actually, I would say the first year when I decided uh, I had pretty much lost all that weight in a year, but a huge chunk of it was in the first five, I would say the first five months where I lost, I think, if I can remember correctly, about 50 to 60 pounds in the first four to five months. And then I kind of slowed down a little bit for the rest of the year. And uh, and in total had had lost about... uh, I think like 80, 85 by the end of the, uh, the end of the year, and then kind of slowly, you know, fluctuated up and down, up and down, lost ninety, and then hit that kind of total of ninety five pounds lost. But uh, there are t- like there are times like I'll go up like in three months ago, I I was I had gained seven kilos in the span of a month, wow. literally seven kilos, like. Because, you know, when you've been overweight your whole life, your body tends to want to go back. Like, you, you kind of want to go, like, if you slip just a little bit, you your body just slips as well. Like, it, it, it kind of wants to go back to that state. And so I can quickly gain weight, but losing weight is very hard. And so I have to really, like, keep focused. But I refocused and lost all that weight back. Like I, I, the more I gained it, and I weighed myself, and I'm like, oh my god, holy crap! I gained seven kilos, and I was like, no, 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 I gotta lose all this weight, and so I lost it in also about a month, month and a week, month and two weeks. But I was like really focused. Like I was like, okay, let's focus completely on this. So like now I'm back at that like uh, the weight I was 
previously at, I guess, the, the weight. You know, now I'm kind of maintaining and trying to lose a bit more. Yeah, that's what uh, that was my next question. Like, have you reached the goal, like your goal for your weight, or do you want to, um, what's the word? I guess like build more muscle. Like, what what are you working towards now? Yeah. So at the moment, I I do have athletic goals for that I've placed for myself. You know, I, I want to be able to get as lean as I possibly can, as strong as I can. Not necessarily be buff and lift and all that, but I, I, I just want to be uh, strong in the sense that, you know, I push myself in my workouts. I be as athletic as I possibly can, get lean, stay healthy, eat clean, but also reward myself in the process. Because no human can stay on a strict diet forever. It's, it's just not possible. Like, we all have tendencies. But uh, at the moment, I would say, I always push myself. As humans, we're, we criticize ourselves a lot, and we have hard goals on ourselves. And so we we tend to, you know, I never thought that when I've lost all the weight that I would want more. I thought, oh, when I hit this goal, I'm never going to ask for more. Like, I just want to hit that goal. Then you hit that goal, and you're like, no, 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 I can hit this now. And then you keep going and going and going. And, and I think that's kind of the the mindset I'm at right now. I'm never pleased with where I'm at. I constantly want to push myself further and say, no, I can become healthier, more fit, more athletic, etc. And it's a good and a bad thing at the same time. Like, it's good to constantly change and modify your goals and become better. But it's important to not, I guess, push yourself too hard to the point where it consume it consumes your daily life because you know I fell victim to that where I was so consumed with me being fit and losing weight and all that that I couldn't even socialize properly anymore because I couldn't go to restaurants I couldn't eat properly I I had to do my my diet my way and eat everything precisely and all that so you gotta find about like now I found a balance where I kind of have my cheat days I go out with friends and I just eat as much as I want and then kind of be strict the rest of the week. So, random question, what's like your go-to cheat meal? Like your perfect mm. your perfect day of you can eat whatever you want. That's a very good question because I don't have an exact meal. I just eat literally the f- whatever comes to mind that's like the fattiest, sweetest, <laughs> like just the most delicious thing I can think of. So it could be a burger or like the f- the oiliest, greasiest burger I could think of, or it could be anything. Like uh, yesterday, I wanted to, because I had been on a strict diet for seven weeks. For the last seven weeks, I was craving something delicious. And so I went to Popeyes, got me a chicken sandwich, poutine, uh, biscuits. Uh, then uh, um, we made a homemade uh, cookie. It's one of these hugely massive, I can't even explain. This cookie looks more like a cake, but it's it's this huge cookie that's stuffed in the middle with six different types of chocolate. Oh my god! And it was just heaven. And I sprinkled some Nutella on there, and just literally a sugar rush. I was like jittery the whole day afterwards, but it was it was worth it, you know. Like uh, I I find it so important to to have that balance. Now I do go overboard uh, sometimes, like. No kidding, I once, on a cheat day, went to Wild Wings and 
had like four or five pounds of wings in one sitting and ended up gaining like uh, seven, eight pounds. <laughs> so it's important to have control, not, not, not kind of go. But as humans, you know, you always fall off and then you just kind of just have to be like, okay, I'll just be strict on myself the next week and, and get that weight back off. Like, it's it's fine. It's You know, you feel guilty in the moment and you're like, oh my God, I suck. Why did I do this? Blah, blah. But then all you can do is, okay, let me just lose that weight again. I feel like when you're such on um, on a strict diet and you're eating healthy and then your body's like, yes, I love you. And then you're craving whatever McDonald's or Wendy's and then you go. And then after you eat it, you just feel like complete shit. Yes. A hundred percent. You sometimes, like, you feel sick to your stomach. Like, yeah. I actually couldn't sleep last night. After all, <laughs> after what I ate, I felt absolutely sick the whole night. I was like, oh my goodness. It's like my, my, because your body's not used to it because, you know, I've been eating super clean, like, the last seven weeks, super clean. And then to shock my body with <laughs> super, like, super fatty, like, food and then an insane overdose of sugar. Like, eh, my body couldn't handle it. I was just sick to my stomach the whole night. I was like, oh, my goodness, was it worth it? I'm like, <laughs> was this all worth it? I can't freaking function. <laughs> <laughs> but those cravings, you got to satisfy those cravings. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's the cravings. It's, it's, it's tough, you know. We all, we all succumb to those cravings because we, especially when you're like a foodie, you know, and you love food and love experiencing different foods and all that it's very difficult just tell yourself no no just don't eat just stay clean just stay clean forever like you can't stay clean forever you go out you socialize you eat a piece of uh, chocolate or you eat something it's okay to eat i literally eat chocolate every day even on my diet i eat a piece of chocolate every day <laughs> but because like I, I chocolate is awesome <laughs> so i can't live without it but it's about balance like i'll eat I'll eat like um, a small piece of chocolate, even though when I eat a small piece of chocolate, I feel like I want to eat the whole thing right after, but I'm like, okay, no, just eat, you know, satisfy that, that, that sugar craving that I have and stop. Like just eat like one or two bites and just leave it. It doesn't hurt. Like if you're eating just a little bit, it's not like, oh, you're going to gain so much weight if you just eat like one bite out of a chocolate bar. No, that's fine. It's not going to kill you, but... It's it's just about balance, but it's hard. But I, I would say it's better to try and, if you can, if it's possible, to not, like, really stop sugar, like, remove sugar from your life, because it's honestly the most addictive substance on the planet. Like, nobody can negotiate sugar. It's the most addictive substance on the planet. <laughs> Didn't they, like, make a study saying that sugar is more addictive than cocaine? <laughs> I honestly believe that, like a hundred percent, because the 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 amount of happiness happiness you get from eating anything sweet, you get just you get this this euphoric feeling of happiness and joy. Like you can't eat a chocolate bar and be sad. It's just not possible. <laughs> you eat it, you eat it, and you're smiling. You know, you you get a smile. You're like, mm, this is delicious. You're just eating it. You're enjoying it. And I think that's why, like, a lot of people like me and others are, you know, we were overweight because 
it's it was my source of happiness literally is food like food sugar was my only source of happiness so it's important to somehow find what something else like some other source of happiness that can distract you from food but it can be hard obviously but it's it's you gotta find that thing okay i have one final question for you what do you want people to learn from your journey or what do you want to teach people from what you've been through it's a great question i you weren't expecting it (laughs) no it's a great question because it's it's something that you want people to take the positives out of this because it comes from a like you know me as a foodie like how can you as a foodie or somebody who's addicted to food how can you somehow control your life like control it and you know i want to try and i guess motivate or, or make people feel like you know what you're not the only one out there like it is possible for somebody who is a food addict or somebody who thinks there's no way they could ever lose weight or look amazing or be fit and all that because of how much they love food and they can't live without it but i said the exact same thing my entire life i was like no way i will ever look fit or no way i will ever lose weight i love food way too much i'd rather you know be overweight and happy than be thin and miserable as they always say but i i just told myself like no you you can eat the things you enjoy and love you just have to look back at yourself and say okay i'm taking it a bit too much like because sometimes you don't realize you think oh i'm not eating that much but then literally like what i want people to do is count the like let's say yesterday's calories of what they ate if they've never counted their calories before and and they might realize that they are eating way more than they thought they were and that's how i found out that i was way overboard like i looked back and i was like oh my god i ate 6000 calories yesterday what i'm like i didn't even realize that <laughs> and so it's 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 that realization that will help people kind of reflect back on themselves and say okay maybe i'm not really you know looking at what i'm eating properly and i'm 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 not making sense like i i think i'm eating less than i am but now this is showing me this is proof that i'm actually eating way more than i thought and that kind of will motivate you to to try and live a more healthy life and hopefully my experience as being a foodie and somebody who is addicted to food and sugar if i can do it absolutely anybody can do it without a doubt because i didn't think i could do it oh you're amazing you're so inspirational and i just want to thank you so much for doing this podcast with me um do you maybe want to no problem do you maybe want to tell everyone your instagram or how they can reach you if they have any questions or if they just want to talk about their experience with you yes absolutely uh let me look at my instagram because i keep forgetting what my instagram name is okay so on Instagram, uh, you can either look me up under like Ibi Wat or Ibrahim Awantas or Ibi Wat, I-B-B-Y-W-A-T-T, Ibi Wat, or uh, uh, I guess, you know, TikTok wouldn't make sense to communicate, but I don't know, <laughs> should I share my TikTok? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll follow you on TikTok after. <laughs> You'll follow, <laughs> you follow me on TikTok? <laughs> yeah, um... I, uh, Instagram, I guess, is the main uh, 
my my TikTok name is actually exactly the same as my Instagram, so it's the same thing. It's Ibiwat I B B Y W A T T. Okay, perfect. It was the same. Anybody wants to reach out, absolutely, I am down to chat, talk about anything, foodie experiences, uh, how to uh, you know get that motivation going, what workouts are good, anything. Perfect. I just wanted to thank my guest, Ibrahim Waiter, again for being a part of this with me and for being um, so open and true about his story. If you guys have any questions, I'm sure he would love to answer them. So thanks for tuning into my podcast, and I hope you'll come to the next episode. Bye!